Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost and this is a very noisy house because it's the Paper Outpost podcast time and whenever Mama records her podcast, the animals come to life. I have Sunny, my little Maltese pup, who is eight months old, right behind me on the couch, playing with his very crinkly uh, water bottle that is crunched up and he just loves that more than any of his other toys. And there's Holly over in his little cage. Um, usually shoots out a whistle every now and then during the podcast. So, hello. And the loveys are digging in their food bowl. Yes, yes, I, I will throw. I'll throw the bottle. Okay, there. Go get it. Okay, this is probably going to go on through the whole podcast. Maybe not. Maybe he'll get tired. We'll see. Okay. Whoop. Almost fell over there, little guy. Um, so I thought this would be a fun time to go through some questions. Um, I know you guys have been asking some questions. So let's let's find the questions on the YouTube channel. See if I can find some to answer. And I'm just gonna, I'm the okay. I'm just gonna read them. I, I probably don't know what I'm walking into. This could be dangerous. But uh, let's just see what happens. All right. Lizette says, "Isn't there a hook-shaped blade in most crafters' exacto kits? Um, apparently, there's not in mine. Uh, so you don't have to slice blind into the binding. Otherwise, a camping-style can opener might work." Um, you know, I would love to see it. There is a hook-shaped blade in, in um, I think it's in woodworking or something like that. I don't know, honestly, maybe. Um, but that is actually probably a pretty handy tool. And that could be something very valuable for removing a text block, like a giant um, uh, section, the text, out of a, of a repurposed book if you want to use the cover. So... You might have something there, Lizette. I haven't seen anybody use it, um, but this you could be onto something. I'm going to keep my eye open for one of those, and uh, um, we'll see where we go with that. So there you go. Thanks, Lizette. Hello, sunshine. Would you like to go and get your little noisy bottle? How about we throw something soft, like little gray mouse here? You want to go get gray mouse? Whee! Oh, yes, gray mouse is much quieter. Okay, Pam, I was wondering, can you dry handmade paper in the oven? I don't see why not. Um, uh, I'm trying to picture how I would do this. I've, I've now I've uh, uh, pressed it onto my towel or whatever I'm going to use. Now I'd have to take that whole contraption and put that in the oven, which I just have to be careful of that I wouldn't accidentally ignite the towel or the bed sheet or whatever it's on, on the elements. So if you can get past that part, it probably would work because a nice dry heated space would dry the paper faster. I actually saw somebody do this. I thought this was kind of cool. Um, they took, I think it was on tea towels or bed sheets, their, their paper was drying and they lifted them up and they hung them 
from um, hangers with little clothespins, and then they could put a whole bunch on a rack and air dry them in the house. And I thought, boy, that really saves space. Instead of spreading them out all over uh, horizontal, they went vertical. And uh, so if you live inside in maybe a dry apartment or you're in um, like or somewhere in the winter where it's very dry inside the house, the dry heat is on, um, you may still be able to um, find a way to dry some paper that way. So I thought that was kind of cool. Just tossing it out there. Um, what else do we have? We have, do you have a tutorial for a quote unquote journal where the pages flip open to the left and to the right alternately? I have no idea what it would be called. Yours, hopefully. Um, uh, flips? Um, well, oh, wait, wait, wait. I think she means a, I, I think she means a lap book. I think that's what she means. Where, where the pages flip open to the left and to the right. Al- oh, alternately. Hmm. I'm not sure if she means the cover or the actual pages. I, I don't. I don't know if I've ever seen a, a, the pages do that before, huh? I guess you'd have to have one main piece in the middle. And then you'd have to have two spines, one on the left and one on the right, in order for pages to alternately flip. Oh, now, I, now I'm head-scratching on that. Now I want to uh, see what that's like. Let's see which video she was looking at. It looks like a trifold something, so it's probably along that line. Uh, I haven't seen that myself, but I would love to see that. And, and now i got to roll it around in my head and, and see what we can do with that, because it sounds like fun. Um, don't know if I was much help there, but there you go. Um, what about a visit with the bird? Dogs, cute, mind, you, but I'd like to see our fine feathered friend. Hollywood did um, do a cameo appearance along with the loveys. They did a cameo appearance in my, uh, when I redid my craft room just uh, just a little while ago. It wasn't that long ago. And um the big reveal, I think, oh, I can't even remember the name of it now. Let me see if I can find it. And uh, feel free to check it out. They do show up at the end. And um, I think I can find it quickly now. Um, Seems like I just did it. Oh, there it is. Craft Room Tour, the big reveal after spring cleaning. Okay, so that's the name of it. So just look that up on my channel and you should be able to... Okay, I'll throw the, I'll throw the mouse. Where's the mouse? I don't see the mouse. I gotta get back up, mouse. Here's a little black mouse. Go get this little black mouse. Whee! Okay. Um, so there you go. There's the answer to that one. All right. Next. <laughs> I'm not ignoring my birds. Promise. I promise. Um, he's just spending a lot more um, out of the cage time up in my husband's office now because we have the little pup and we just uh, don't want them to interact in case there's a little nip or a, you know, something <laughs> that happens. Um, what kind of microphone do I use on my phone? When I am um, uh, recording videos, I use a lapel mic. It's very inexpensive. Um, I have the one I actually use in my Amazon shop. If you scroll all the way to the bottom, you can see my setup stuff that I use for, like, um, I've got my desk arm, some of the lights I use. Um, I actually switched to a bigger light. I should probably put that in there. And, um, but the mic, lapel mic is, I don't know, I think it's less than $20. Um, but it works great. And I use it in a Samsung phone, but I'm sure they have an iPhone version if you have an iPhone. And, uh, yeah, as long as I remember to plug it in and use it, it works great. Uh, I have about six feet of cord with it, so I can't go farther than that. Otherwise I get, I I unplug. (laughs) Um, 
Here's one. Definite fun for me, Pam. Even the spider one. Oh, they must have been talking about the dry air plants in the microfleur air drying video. Um, ever, even the spider one. What breed of dog is Wee Sunny? My Wee Sunny is a Maltese, and he is officially a, um, he's from, uh, you know, just for, for the heck of it, he's a, a baby doll face, so he has a short snout, and, um, He's, uh, I guess he's from a Korean line. I guess they, they are famous for that. But he came from Florida, and he actually came from just around the corner because it was uh, peak COVID time, and I was really ready for a dog, and we missed our dogs very much. And um, he was one of the ones that I could get close to home. Are you chewing on your celery? That's your celery. Yeah, you can have that. And... Um, uh, I didn't have to drive, I didn't have to get on a plane, and he was available, and it, there were not a lot available, so it was very fun to uh, find him, and it was like, he found me, he just found me, he's like, I'm here, I'm local, take me, I'm yours, right, and then it was love, love ever after, yeah, and we just got back in from a walk, and he's totally changed our world, and my husband is totally smitten by Sunbun, um, it's really fun to see, he just, yeah, he's just like, all about Sunny. <laughs> Yeah, it's really, really nice to see. Um, uh, what, let's see. Um, oh, here, another one, of course. Sunny steals, <laughs> she's such a show stealer. Sunny is adorable. Thanks for the fun and inspiring videos. Pam, I wonder how many hours per day do you work? <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, well, let's see. I usually get up around 6.30 or so. And... Uh, um, then I do, I don't know, I probably work, I, I work, you know, kind of when you're an entrepreneur, you work more than you do if you're working for someone else. So I kind of work the morning and I have a lunch and then I work in the afternoon and then I have a dinner and then I work some more. So that's pretty much how it goes. So there's lots of work going on around here, but it's fun work. So, uh, uh, it's good. It's good. Cause, um, it takes a little bit of, um, time management with the podcast and with the newsletter and with the if I'm making journals and bundles and then doing the videos, I do four, di four, four videos a week. Um, so the way I try and organize it, not that anything actually goes to plan, but um, the first week or the first 10 days of the month, I try and work on journals and or a bundle, something like that. Um, and uh, then the second part of the month, the next 10 days, um, I try and work on the um, uh, pot, like getting my videos up and organized and that type of thing. And then the um, the last 10 days I work on the newsletter and the new digital kits that are coming out for the next month. Cause that, that probably takes me about, um, I would say five days or so to make those um, and then get them all up and get them all up and listed on Etsy and all of that. And then in between, like salt and pepper in between all that is when I make my videos and um, my podcasts and things like that. Sometimes I do those in clumps. Sometimes I get really motivated and I can make a whole bunch of videos in a row. And other times I have a little dry spell where I, I'm like, I, I just, I need a, you know, brain relax and, and not craft for a little bit. And then I come back all supercharged and ready to craft and lots of ideas. So, so it's kind of an, uh, that's the way it goes. Um, there's always something going on here. A lot of projects around. Um, <laughs> it's kind of fun. And what else? Uh, okay, Barbara, I see you. You can do a lot with very little. Who knew? Great idea. Love you such. Oh, that really wasn't a question. <laughs> Hi, Barbara. Um, let's see. What sort of rubber is that? 
Um, would I find, oh, I know she's talking about the, uh, the eraser. It's actually an, ad- an adhesive eraser. It looks like it's made out of rubber cement. It's like yellow gummy sort of looking thing. It's square and nubbly. And I saw somebody use it as a way to remove um, extra dried glue on um, papers. And uh, I'm thinking, oh, I have one of those because I somehow had got one. And um, I, I, so I tried it and it really did work. And I was very surprised. So, yeah, I mean, if you haven't played with that yet, um, there is one. I've listed one in my Amazon shop, but you can get them um, at any of the Hobby Lobbies or anywhere they have drawing supplies uh, where they sell erasers. Anywhere uh, you could probably get one. Um, I don't know about Walmart, but definitely Hobby Lobby and Michael's and places like that would have them. Um, so there you go. Okay, so just over that. Would one find? Uh, I would I find one on Amazon? Yes, you would find one on Amazon. I reckon you could spray uh, the Spanish moss with a burnished gold. Oh, that would be cool. I thought of that. Great idea, Kathleen. I love that. Um, I have to try that now. Spraying the the that's really cool because right now I'm actually actively making the leaf cover. Um, to show you the technique on how to do that, how to take a leaf from nature and get it onto a cover and kind of make it look like it's embedded in the cover and that type of thing. And so I'm kind of working with paints and nature. So that's, you've got my brain thinking, oh, maybe I could add some Spanish moss to my cover. I never thought of that. That would be really cool. We all have to play with that. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for the idea, Kathleen. Um, Vicky says, Pam, if I'm making a journal with four signatures, how wide does the spine need to be? Also, how much space for each signature? This is the age-old question that everybody asks. Is, um, and I would say it all depends how thick your papers are and how many papers you have per signature. That makes a huge difference into how many papers that you can put in. But for just like a rule of thumb, I would say that a one-inch spine can easily accommodate um, two to four signatures depending on how many papers and how many, how, how thick the papers are. Um, if you're just talking regular copy weight paper on average, uh, a one inch spine can easily accommodate three signatures of 10 to 12 pages each. And um, so just uh, remember you gotta be a little inside the one inch spine because usually it's a little narrower, narrower once you uh, uh, close your book up and, um, but yeah, that's a good, that's a good uh, place to start with. And, and I would like to give you a harder answer, like yes, one quarter inch per signature or something, but really it totally depends on the thickness of your papers. Like if you're using construction paper or, you know, cardstock paper or scrapbook paper, or you're using thinner papers like copy paper or news paper or dictionary paper. I mean, they're all different widths. So what what I suggest is like maybe try one with a one inch spine with three signatures and then decide for yourself, is this, do I want more or less in my next one that I'm going to make? And you'll know, you'll know right away after making one, is it um, full enough? Is it too floppy? Um, and you also want to ask yourself, is it going to be a writing journal, a pure writing journal, or is it going to be stuffed with stuff? Because you have to take that into account. Uh, you can put a lot more papers into a journal if it's just going to be a purely writing journal. But if you're going to stuff the bejeepers of it, you want to go fewer pages. Um, here's your tick. You want to go fewer pages per journal or per journal, per signature. Um, or if you still like a lot of pages, because I like a lot of pages in my journals, yeah, go for a wider spine because you can get 
more stuff in it. It doesn't put so much stress on the spine. So if you really want to put a lot of signatures and a lot of papers, go for wider spine. Yeah, think, start thinking like mm, at least one and a half to three inches, somewhere in there. You can you can get a lot of signatures in there. Um, I think, I think, no, I was going to say, I think the most I've done is five or six, but I actually did um, a like a calendar, a planner journal once, and it had one signature for every month of the year, so there were 12 signatures in it, and that was a very fat spine, probably, well, it was definitely in the three-inch range. Um, but again, like I said, it depends how many pages you want in each signature. Uh, I think the more signatures and the fewer pages, your book lays more lays very well. The more pages you put in one signature, it's not going to look as nice and neat and tidy just because we don't have the ability or some of us have book presses some of most of us don't so if you don't have a book press to squash it really flat um, you're not going to get the uh, flat effect that you would if you had more signatures with fewer pages Um, so if you really like that like flat lay down book look then go for more signatures fewer pages Okay, water and a plug in. Just wondering how safe that is years ago. Water and a plug in. Oh, hmm, not quite sure. Oh, um, I made paper out of. I made paper out of paper. How can we make real arches watercolor paper? I would love to make my own watercolor paper and maybe Google it. I love your channel and puppy. Um, that's a great question. How to make watercolor paper? Um, I've never made watercolor paper, so I don't know. But um, I'm sometimes there. I know I've worked on it. There's the hot press, which is kind of smooth finish, and then the cold press, which is a little lumpier and nubblier. And I've definitely made lumpier and nubblier paper. Um, I haven't made the smooth stuff yet so far, but I'll have to look that up to see what makes watercolor paper watercolor paper. If you ever figure out the the recipe for Arches watercolor paper, paper, let me know because that's beautiful paper. It's very expensive paper, and if we could make our own, that would be amazing. I just don't think I'm there yet, uh, but I'll work on it. I'll put it in the idea box, absolutely. <laughs> and um, let's see. Um, Fiorini says, I am wondering where you get those beautiful napkins. Well... I have three primary sources for my napkins. Uh, one is uh, Tuesday Morning. It's a shop here in the USA. They have a, a big napkin supply. And uh, number two is the Dollar Tree. They often seasonally have a beautiful array of very inexpensive napkins. And you can get some beautiful nature scenes and things like that. So don't, don't do a nose snub at the Dollar Tree. Go in there and you check their napkin department because you just might strike it like lucky. For spring right now, they have some beautiful napkins with butterflies and birds. And it's all very colorful, very pretty. And you can use pieces or parts. Highly recommend it. Another place I have picked up napkins, although the variety is not as good, was Walmart. And um, yeah, those are pretty much the three primary sources. I'm sure you can buy them online, but I've never really found an inexpensive place to buy them online. Oh, oh, of course, how can I forget this? The thrift store. Often people will get rid of napkins after a while for some reason, and um, uh, you might find a good source there uh, for not too much money. Um, Some places, for some reason in the world, can really source napkins, beautiful napkins, like England. They have amazing, beautiful paper napkins. And there are places, other places in the world where you can't get a nap. This is in the States, too. You can't find a napkin, a cute napkin, to save your patootie. 
All right, let's see. Where can I get the tiny little stamps? Okay, I think she's talking about the little peg stamps, the little tiny stamps. I get mine from Nora Jane on Etsy. Um, and uh, you can just, you know, put in peg stamps in your Google or put peg stamps into Etsy and a whole bunch will come up. Um, I just found, oh, my Roomba thing, my shark is going to go off. <laughs> I have to go off at eight o'clock every night. You know what that means. I got to go pick up the dog toys. Okay, you're coming with me. All right. <laughs> oh, you paused it? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a full-scale alert here when that goes off. Um, and we let it go off every night when we go upstairs and we watch TV in this little TV room. And um, we let um, the shark run around and, and uh, vacuum because then that picks up all the little paper dust and the fibers and the material and the paper. And we have the birds too. So it's, it's kind of good to have a nice sweep of the deck that I don't have to do at least once a day. So there you go. Um, uh, what else? Um, how do you do the hard-covered book journal if you don't have a sewing machine? Hmm. Oh, I would say... I, she's looking at how to make a hardcover junk journal with full-size pages. Um, in that particular video, I uh, mentioned you could use staples. Yes, if you have the full pages and you want to put them together, you don't have to sew them. You could staple the pages together and then you just take the fabric strips and glue that around the spine of each signature. And um, that would be one way to do that. And then if you use the technique, um, you could, well, I'm just thinking about how you could get that. Um, let me think on that and let me see if I can do a video on that because I'm thinking of a way that you could definitely do that. Um, yeah, let me think on that. Yep, need more thinking. <laughs> I w you know, you could, do the way I did it in that particular video, how to make a hardcover junk journal with full size pages. Um, if you don't have a sewing machine to sew the butterfly sandwich flap material pieces to the main spine piece, you could do a three hole pamphlet stitch to hold them there and then take your stapled signature in and glue that in to the little butterfly sandwich flaps. Um, I know that makes no sense to anybody who didn't see the video, but you may want to check it out to see what I'm talking about because I think it'll make sense if you see it. Um, all right, so I think that's pretty good. I think we made a good dent in these and we'll, we'll do some more. I love your questions. Keep them coming and uh, it's fun for me to answer them because I feel like I can um, maybe share this with as, as opposed to individually um, in the comments. This way I can get it out to more people and hopefully um, um, share some ideas. So thanks so much for hanging out with me and me and Sunny and, and Holly and, and Leonardo and Happy and Papa upstairs typing away on the computer. Um, and it is uh, time to vacuum the house, so I gotta go. So I hope you're having fun. You know that all my links are down below my videos, and, and you're probably so tired of hearing me say that. But uh, the old Amazon shop, the Etsy shop, the newsletter, the podcast, the uh, Facebook group, all that uh, is all found below the videos. And um, I hope you're having some fun out there. Happy crafting, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye bye.